Nerdy is the new sexy. It's good to be a geek. This is Bud's Weekly Geek Out, brought to you by Horror Escape. Will you survive? Well, hey, bud. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Jason. Hi, bud. What are we geeking out on, man? Three bite-sized stories from the world of geekery calling for another edition of The Week in Geek. I had to put some echo on that or something. The Week week in Geek. That sounds Uh, really, really scary. (laughs) Very professional. (laughs) We start with an update to something we geeked out about in February of last year, the Brick Bar. This was that company which makes pop-up venues like bars built with Lego. Oh, yeah. Over one million bricks in total. They've done this in London, Australia, New York, Toronto, and we finally know when they're coming to Vancouver, Friday, July 19th, and Saturday, July 20th, each night from 4.30 to 11. There will be local DJs, ping pong on a Lego table, unassembled bricks for you to build, prizes, of course, and what they call an Instagram-worthy menu, including a brick burger. The, the location is secret and will be told to those who buy tickets first. And interestingly, the ticket prices, which vary between 15 and 25 Canadian dollars, they denote when you get to come in. The ah. first time slot is open to under-19s, but at, at, at 6 p.m., no more kids. Adults playing with Lego only. And then they're turning the crowd over every 90 minutes, which I think is... Clever, honestly, because drunk people and pointy Lego bricks don't appear to be a mix, by my calculations. <laughs> and does everybody get a pair of those uh, custom-made Lego slip-on slippers so they don't <laughs> the most slash their feet right? apart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second, uh, my forehead is red from all the face palming I've been doing about this. Samsung has released a TV which you can swivel from the standard landscape orientation that is longer than it is wide, that is like all TVs. You can swivel that thing into portrait orientation like your phone so you can view a glorious 43 inches of ridiculous vertical videos or proper videos with gigantic black bars on the top and bottom and it'll only cost you just shy of 22,000 Canadian dollars what the (laughs) really who do they think is going to buy this 22 grand for a TV that swivels here's the thing Samsung's press release says they analyze the characteristics of millennials to come up with this TV. Okay. Millennial and rich don't go hand in hand. Exactly. And, you know, most people are too lazy to turn their five-inch smartphone 90 degrees in their hands to watch video properly. Do they think folks are going to get up from their couch to spin a 43-inch television? But why would you? Exactly. Things are filmed in widescreen for that purpose. For a reason. Then you flip it up, and now you have those two giant black bars. Yeah. Yeah, this is for all those people who are too lazy to shoot the vertical video. So then you get phone resolution on a 43-inch... I don't get it. I don't get it. Not not my thing. Oh, I'm sorry. This is also people who watch videos filmed on phones on their big screen TV. Yes. I loathe humanity. (laughs) I I, I gotta tell you, like... All right, I'll kick back to nostalgia for the third thing. Motorola had a few huge design winners in the advent of cellular telephones. One was called the Motorola StarTac, which looked like a Star Trek communicator. The little flippy thing and had the most satisfying thock sound when you flipped it closed. Really, that set the trend for the next few years among all the phone makers. Over 60 million of these things were sold, which is boggling for a phone from 1996. Another was the Motorola Razor version 3 from 2004, which was another flip phone, but with super thin metal construction. Very shiny, very yeah. cool, horrible interface, but it looked awesome. Shout out Ed Bain. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and he had the Motorola, that gigantic brick phone too. So seemingly confirming a patent filing from earlier this year, some renders have leaked of a possible Motorola Razor smart flip 
phone with a very similar design to the original, only with a foldable capacitive touchscreen instead of tactile chiclet keys that you could cut someone with. It looks very cool and hopefully will be executed slightly better than the Samsung Galaxy Fold fiasco. Yeah, that didn't go so well. What what happened with all of that? Yeah, the Fold, it's a, it's a double-wide, two phones taped together kind of, like a, like a book design, which was sent to reviewers recently and pretty much universally lambasted for bulges in the screen at the crease. They were all breaking. Yeah, yeah, there were gaps near the hinge which could let in lint and dust, which is no good for pocket tech. And this weirdly peelable special protective layer, which some folks mistook for a screen protector and just took off. It's Samsung's like, no, don't take it off. It'll damage the screens. Samsung has delayed the commercial release of the Fold indefinitely while it fixes all these version 1.0 problems. So I'll leave a link for tickets to the Brick Bar Vancouver, photos of the swiveling Samsung TV, and leaked renders of what could possibly be the Samsung Razer 15 years later and its smartphone form at thezone.fm slash geekout. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. Bye. Bud's Weekly Geekout. Brought to you by Horror Escape. Will you survive? Listen every Wednesday on The Morning Zone for more news from the world of techie type stuff.